Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Beyond the Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Pabuda. I'll be joined today by usual co-host, Alex Boudreau. And today we have a pretty big guest who is someone that I admire um, and looked up to for a long time and was actually fortunate enough to meet a little over a year ago in his office when I was working for one of his companies and I got to sit down and have a conversation with him. And that conversation actually led to me getting this idea to start this podcast and bringing it back to Alex and eventually, you know, kind of really creating content and putting out episodes. So if it wasn't for that meeting with with him, I probably would have never happened. And that guest today is Gary Vaynerchuk. So getting him on kind of brings it all full circle, but he gives us some gems, you know, across a lot of different things, giving advice to people in their 20s, how to balance work and, and, and personal life how to change your perspective on the way you, you might look at things. And he even goes in depth with some sports card talk, some NFT talk, and he talks about what he calls being in the dirt. Really excited to share this one with you guys. Let us know what you think. Bruce, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time! Recording out of New York City, New York. Welcome to the Disputed greatest podcast in the world beyond the brand. Hey, what's good? What's up, Jay? How you doing? Good man. Hey, how's it going? Good, Alex. How are you? Good. Can't complain. Good. Nobody's listening anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I want to thank you for coming on. You know, ever since we first met a little over a year ago, I think um, I, I've mentioned you before, you were the inspiration for the podcast. So this is pretty big for us uh, getting you on. But, thank um, you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we'll hop right into it. So majority of our listeners are between the ages of like, I would say early to mid 20s, late 20s. And then there's a, another half of the demographic that's like in their late 30s, early 40s. So we kind of want to run through it with you of your mindset in your 20s, because obviously we kind of know your story. I think a lot of our listeners do. But we want to know your mindset in your early to mid-20s. Did you see where you were going to be in 20 years from that point? Did you kind of always know where you were going? Like, can you run us through your yeah. mindset? I was so obsessed with putting my parents on because I was so fucking grateful that I didn't grow up in Russia. And my mom was the fucking nicest of all time and made me feel like I could do anything. So I almost had this like guilt slash weird fucking obsession trying to give you guys some new content that I don't really share because I love you guys, so I'm trying to do something here. I don't talk about how obsessed I was. I was obsessed. I'm still obsessed with my parents. I fuck with them so heavy. And like, I think immigrants kind of have a little bit of advantage on this. You know, like, my kids will never have this with me. They'll be like, he was successful. And like, I've got like, I mean, they'll have a whole different thing. But like, I was so obsessed because I knew I had the juice. I knew it. I knew it because I knew it. Because the whole, my teachers, like the, like the grown-up world told me no. And like things, a lot of things told me no, but like business always said yes. Like I crushed lemonade, for real. Like not even like, you know, I know it's funny, but like I crushed lemonade. I crushed snow shoveling. I destroyed baseball cards. Like, and so I just knew I had it. So... My 20s were like, I went in with like, you know those like 
videos of Mike Tyson in his early prime and you could just see in his face like nobody's going to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. Fucking beast. Right? I, re- <laughs> I really, that's my 20s with what I was going to do for my parents. I was like, I'm going to build a monster company for them and then I'll still be young as shit and I'm going to go. I, I had wisdom even then, like the way I talk and like the way I communicate. Like, it's funny, like my junior high, high school and college friends, they're all like, man, they always like, we always have these best inside jokes of like, they all think you, this is your shtick. This is who you were when nobody was listening. Like, this is who you were. This is how you talked. Gary views how you talked to us when there was nine of us. Like, we're going to fucking, <laughs> you know, and so, so I was just fucking obsessed in my 20s to win for them because I knew I had time to win for me. Mm-hmm. And did, did like, self-doubt none of that ever crept in for you because i know that's a big thing for i mean i might might have doubt on like rolling up on the you know hottest girl in my 20s or like all that but not in business not in this domain you know i'd have self-doubt and like beating somebody in two-on-two basketball because i could see they were better in the warm-ups but not in this game like to me there i i've never felt out of place in business I've met some real fancy people. Yeah. And that's my thing too, is sometimes I feel almost as if like, did you ever feel like as if your dream was too big? Like, did you ever, I know you always, end goal for you was like, yes, you always but, on the Jets, but. But what people don't hear when I talk about it is the nuance. I always wanted to chase the Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like on the record, I'll be incredibly okay if I don't buy the Jets. Right, right. I'm not going to have to send the ambulance <laughs> for me. You know, like, <laughs> You know, like I think about that moment, by the way, because it's been such a goal of mine. Like I think about it popping off in seven years and I'm not ready and somebody else gets it. Like I'm ready for the, you know, when you're so public, you also have a lot of people who don't necessarily, like people love to, you know, when you have public domain, you get dragged down. Like I daydream the 50,000 tweets shitting on me of like, okay, big guy, eat that. Yay, John Thompson, way to stick it to Gary B. Like, and it's funny, it like motivates me not to like get the Jets. It motivates me to like continue to be Gary Vee and communicate more of like what life's really about. Like, I promise you, I'll literally the next day I'll make a video and be like, all right, I guess it's the Knicks, let's go. Like, you know, like, like, you know, it's like, I'm about the game, I'm about the chase. And so I never felt my goal was too big. I feel like I'm underrated right now. I swear to God, I do. I feel underrated right now. That's crazy. That's yeah, because I feel like I've got a lot of shine. I got a lot of reputation. I've got a lot of wins on the board, but like, it's crazy how I sit here with you two guys right now. And just like, I almost feel like I'm still back in like a dorm room and be like, wait, like I used to talk so much shit to my friends. I'm like, I'm going to fucking, you know, just, it's how I hype myself up, but like not even like trying to trick myself. I just believe it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that like, I believe like this version of me, look, I was winning 10 years ago. 12 years ago when I hit the scene. That guy is nowhere close to as successful, powerful, capable, balanced as the man that you're looking at right now. And I feel like at 55 and 10 years. How involved were your parents at the time? In the business? Yeah. Just like my dad, came, like, my dad came to the store every day, but like I ran the business. I made every buying decision. I made every hiring decision. I made every marketing decision. My dad signed all the checks. He was like in the behind the scenes. He would, you know, he, he would, my dad got caught because the first year I ran the business, I took it from like four to 10 because he was renovating his house and he loves building and fucking around with that shit. 
So he kind of like looked up and he was like, oh shit. Because by then he'd heard me talk shit for eight years to him as a 14 to 22 year old. I'm like, wait till I graduate from college. Wait till like I'm gonna fuck it, you know? And then, you know, it's like Muhammad Ali, right? Like when you back up your big ass mouth, it gets great. What about in terms of like taking risks? You always felt like you had that security with your parents? Yes, because I would never put us to zero. The okay. risks I took if they lost would be a step back, but not a knockout blow. Okay. I think so, risks are misunderstood by kids. Like you don't, it's not smart to do something that if it doesn't work well, it's over. Yeah. This isn't yeah, a video it's a, game. It's a calcul- like, calculated risk. Yeah, this isn't Contra where you can up, up, down, down, left, right, left. You know, like, yeah. like you know, you gotta be careful. Yeah. It's a calculated risk. And for me, honestly, it's kind of like why I'm like getting real loud with NFTs right now over the last week. Mm. But I've already crossed my T's and I's. That's why I have all these receipts on the internet of being right. I don't talk unless I know. Yeah. I take the risk. Yeah. So, and then what, so what would your advice be? Because I mean, you posted something like last week, it was you guys hanging out, uh, you know, drinking Crown Royal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so how would oh you, in your 20s, like, how would you say you balanced out, like, your relationship? Because I know you did. That was, that, was, that was a trip to Mardi Gras. Every year with the guy who took the photo, I would take two, three days. Other than that, man, it just worked. Right. That's like a rare photo in the wild. <laughs> but, even, know, was, but even you, you took those two to three days. Some, every and by year. the way, and by the way, let me say it different. I misplayed it. I should have been more balanced. On the record. Yeah. It took 15 to 30 days. Wow. You know, get those days back. Yeah. You know, yeah. but at the time I was too obsessed. You know, sometimes when I watch Kobe docs, or like there's the other crazy people. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean it though. I get them because you don't even, and I, by the way, I, I, when I say I misplayed it, I have no regrets. I just know that more kids look up to me now and I don't want them to, unless you're crazy, you can't play crazy. You can't fake crazy. Right. But do you feel like there's a lot that you missed out on? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, but, but like, but you understand, I don't regret it because it was too I was good. about to say, you I, I was can't too, regret too, that. Too, yeah. And it's not because I'm successful. I, I, at the time, I enjoyed it too much. Yeah. You just you, love the grind. I just love, I still love it. The fuck am I doing on this bullshit fucking <laughs> podcast? <laughs> You know what I mean? On some serious shit. I'm saying that obviously with the most love. I love people. So I want to give love to Ev and I want to put you guys on. Yeah. But that's not all of it. I still love the dirt. This is the dice. I feel more comfortable with you two than I do with the fancy shit that's in my life. How many other 20 minute podcasts do you have after this? <laughs> I, you know, I've done like four today. Like I'm like, and I'm, I'm not doing very, very few right now because I'm really focused. But like, yeah. but I'm in the dirt. I like the dirt. I like, I also like where you guys are at. I still like that energy, you know, that young, like fucking like, I'm nervous. I'm curious. No matter how much confidence I had and I had it all, you're still curious. It wasn't, for me, it was less doubt. I never had imposter syndrome because I think too many kids talk shit now when they know that, like, I've been very good to talk crazy ass shit. Like you, there are no videos of me of like, I can beat you up. You know, I'm not, there's no videos like nobody can beat me in tennis. Like I don't talk shit that I don't know, but with business, I've just always been that good. You know, like, I don't know, like Beyonce and LeBron were confident at 18. Yeah. And I really think that's like, I feel that on that level. I feel that on that level. 
Yeah. So to, I mean, to kind of bring it together, did you, you never visualize where you would be at now, but you just kind of knew you were on the path of where you were going. Cause this is something that Q Yeah, I'm like, I don't really look at shit now. Like here I am right now. I'm just like, I'm, you know, I can't predict that the blockchain is going to be invented. Right. And that I'm going to understand all my life's work cultivated in this thing called NFT. I didn't know what a fucking NFT was four years ago. Right. <laughs> you know, so no, I just keep doing the right things. Be good, be a nice person, stay curious, put in the work ethic, be patient, you know, be thoughtful, grind, stay curious, be nice, do good, grind, you know, like just like, and then, and then the things happen. Yeah, that's something that Q and I have talked about is like, you just know, like, and obviously he has a lot, a lot of success now, but it's something we talked about his early days at Notre Dame. And even like, I feel just kind of going into the real world from college, you just kind of, you kind of just know you're on the right path. And even though you don't necessarily know where it's going to take you, it's just like such a good feeling, I guess. I, 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 listen, I, you know, sometimes I regret sharing my life's goal as a kid buying the jets because I think, I think people have me very confused. Yeah. I think people really, really think I want to buy the jets on some like fucked up, like small dick shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm being serious. Like, yeah. I think people have me very confused. I want to buy the Jets because it's such a big goal that it keeps me playing my game. I dropped the Yankees and the Rangers after they won their championship. I love being a Jets fan. I fucking love it. I love getting shitted on. That's why I love when people come with hate towards me. I always laugh. I like literally laugh when people come with heat because I'm like, man, this kid would be, or guy or gal, they'd be so heartbroken if they understood I live for this shit. You feed me because I'm going to shut you up every time. I'm going to be a nicer person than you think. I'm going to be more accomplished than you think. Like it feeds me. I even think I sabotage my success a little bit just to keep like enjoying the fucking flavor of it, of the (laughs) process. I have no goal. There's nobody, there's, I'm trying to get a lot of people to show up to my funeral. That's as clear as day for me. Other than that, to see where I stack up, you know, yeah, I like that. You know, yeah. leave a legacy, see where I stack up. I'm good. If you told me like you're too weird, you're. If we ended this, you're like, actually, Gary, you were so nice. Let me tell you something. We're genies from the future. We didn't want to tell you this because this is against the genies rule. But like, you're at the top now. Actually, unfortunately, it starts to decline from here. You made some bad decisions. Did it? I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like, like what? Yeah. I lived right, in a we'll, studio apartment with like seven families. I'm not scared of anything. Yeah. What right about on. back in 2004 when you married your wife? Like yep. how involved is she today? And did she know that you will get to this point and the work-life balance? How, how, does, how involved just, is she? It's all just communication. Because I know, I know females today would go batshit crazy. <laughs> not all. Pay not too much attention. Not all. Give me nothing. Like Not all. Not all. I know gangster females that are... First of all, are the alpha and their guy is the one crying. Yeah. Second, sometimes you get units that are just teams. You know, my parents more, you know, really show, they, they were on an aligned interest. It's all communication, whether it's plus ones, whether it's your assistants, your admin. Like I talked to a leader today. I was like, you need to be accountable. I'm like you're going to lose if you don't say it's your fault. Like yeah. every single, I just got an email 10 minutes ago about one of the X companies. The guy's like, it's fucked up. And I'm like, 
let's get together. And you know, first thing I'm gonna start with is like, look, this is my fault. Like the leader is being replaced. So you might have some more good feelings towards me because I was on it, even though you don't know it. But accountability and to answer your question, communication. Self-explanatory. And, yeah, and honestly, that goes for everything. You know, let me, yeah. let me flip it on something that's really on a lot of, based on what I hear your audience's radar. That's the move with your parents. A lot of kids right now trying to do shit that their parents don't agree with because we understand, we, I keep talking, like, I'm always like a kid, we. The kids understand, y'all understand how big the opportunity actually is. You can do things that we couldn't do as parents of y'all or like the internet's so scaled it's different times such a different time even like i mean i'm not even kidding when i've and i've told you this the first time we met but when i quit that first job out of school and i sat went home and i thought my mom was going to be really like you know empathetic towards me and i understand you know whatever and i thought my dad was gonna be pissed because he's old school you know how it is and then when i went home i told him it was the complete opposite my mom was disappointed how could you quit without another job lined up no security like all this stuff my dad was like and this was the most eye-opening thing for me my dad was like i worked at a job for 30 years where i was miserable every day to go to because i felt like i had to i would never want you to live like that and that was like a huge and that was right when i started listening to your content i was like wow like it all just kind of hit me at once Proud of him. Yeah. Proud of him. Proud of your father, man. He did right by you. That mattered. It really did. It really did. But all right, we have three minutes left. So I do want to, Alex, unless you have something real quick you want to throw in there. Um, I want to throw in a question. Alex, from- let me ask you something. All right. if, if I asked you between you, yourself, or your most inner circle, or like even your tangential circle outside of that, what do you think is fucking with most people? Fucking with most people? Mm-hmm. I know that. The whole world, <laughs> yeah. the body is just a, is the, this is not the operating system. This is just moving at what, thoughts. but what, what thoughts? You think people, you think, I mean, overthinking? I, because they worry about other people's opinions. That God, I'm so believe that man. If you didn't actually care, this is what made me move so fast. I, I'm so grateful for the self-esteem that I was gifted DNA-wise and parented towards, and then just life circumstances. When you're losing early on, it's not as scary. That's why I fucking drill parents of like, stop trying to protect your kids. If they're always getting trophies, like adversity is the foundation of success. Yeah. And people make mistakes, shit happens. Who's undefeated? Nobody. No. I've uh, I've one question before Good. Evan asks. Uh, so I know you see my F forty five training hat. You still working out? Mm-hmm. A lot. I'm putting up. Yep. I'm getting some real gains. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I've been really, really working it, like real heavy. Mike, my trainers every day on Zoom. The Bowflex, like I'm starting to put up real weight. Like my cardio is probably not where I need it to be, but from a muscle gain and like core and like legs and like, yeah, this is the strongest I've ever been by a country mile. Hey, if you're looking for a second trainer, 45 <laughs> minutes, hit cardio, baby. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. I love the right hook. <laughs> um, all right, so I got one question here. It's from a childhood friend of mine. He's big into to, um, cards now. So okay. his page is at Card Knox. He had one question for you. He said, um, 
Uh, he wants your opinion on the difference between breaking and opening packs versus flipping cards on eBay. He loves box breaks. He got an Obsidian one of one Giannis card in a mm. box break, but he finds that it's getting more expensive. So he wants. It's to also know, gambling. Right. So he He's wants to gambling. know how do you manage the excitement of box breaks and the chance to get these cards he would otherwise never have his hands on when it's also an ex expensive risk. Um, for an early investor because he's so early on in the process. He's, he's impatient. That's what it comes down to. By the way, that's the answer to all you kids. Everybody <laughs> wants, everybody wants, yeah, everybody wants <laughs> it too fast. That's why I keep trying to tell the story of my 20s, but like people, people uh, back to fitness, you can't outwork your mouth. You can fucking work out all you want. That intake matters. Protein, carbs, like it fucking matters. Like, Macros. bro, it's real simple. It's like, yo, let me tell you how to get into good shape. Eat healthy, clean and healthy. Get your fucking numbers right and be in the gym and work. My fitness pal. But, everybody, but everybody would rather fucking steroids this, inject fucking... In my Find ass, a mystery that. product that'll help you lose the weight. Fucking yeah. apple, fucking cider vinegar. People are fucking people. People and and so I always look at the fitness industry the same as entrepreneurship. People squit, right? People swear there's some sort of fucking shortcut. They, that's why they pay fucking eighteen hundred dollars for a course and some bullshit. Yeah. Those courses are fucking the same bullshit that fucking steroids. Oh, well, I actually have a lot of interesting progressive views on steroids when testosterone, but. Shortcuts are shortcuts. People would rather have ab implants than put in the work if they can afford it. Where do you see yourself in the next 10, 20 years? Whether Same that's uh, with a second Bowflex or... <laughs> so, honestly, I feel like my impact is going to... It's going to be a continuation where I'm at now. I think my march towards great entrepreneur comes two ways for me. My selfish, I got to put wins on the board. I got to keep putting up a resi and empathy. Vayner keeps getting bigger, Vayner sports. I gotta keep doing that. But I think that I really enjoy my place in the entrepreneurial sphere. Like I think I've really done right by a lot of people. You know, no, no cost to my content, best advice for free, trying to really, really impact kids, pushing real shit down their throat, compassion, sympathy, empathy, patience. Like, you know, I'm proud of my standing in the entrepreneurial community. Some people have it twisted. They think I only care about hustle or the quick move. They, they're just not listening. They want me to be that guy. You want your so, kids to follow that same path? No, I want my kids to love their game as much as I love mine. I already know my 11-year-old daughter is not an entrepreneur. But I want her to love her shit the way I love my shit. I don't need my kids to be entrepreneurs. I need my kids to be obsessed with their process. Yeah. Where I'm from, the dope boys is the rock stars, but they can't cop cars without seeing cop cars.
stars I guess they want us all behind bars I know it, uh, and I heard them say Nothing's ever promised tomorrow today And I heard them say Nothing's ever promised tomorrow today Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.